I mean, you've been on stages with 10, 20,000 people. You've built an organization of hundreds of thousands of people. Um, your team has been paid half a billion dollars, like cash that you've helped, you know, individuals change their life, you know, me included. But I also remember some of the lean times, some of those moments. What would you say was one of the most pivotal moments uh, in your life back before all of the success? One of the pivotal moments for me is when um, Darnell was still trying to figure out being an entrepreneur. So I was working and I was working at Black Entertainment Television and I got up for work and walked out the door and my car wasn't out there. And I ran back in the house and I said, babe, somebody stole my car. And he was just sitting there. And I was like, babe, and like, I'm frantic. I was like, someone stole my car. What do, what, like, what do we do? And he said, no one stole your car. And I said, like, I, I was so confused. And he said, it's been repossessed. It's impossible to stop a man or woman who will not quit. We Won't Quit podcast is designed to help entrepreneurs who are feeling stuck by limiting beliefs and procrastination. That's right. You're going to hear stories and lessons from incredible people who've overcome setbacks to comebacks because they have the mentality and they refuse to quit. Your host is none other than Mike Humes, mailman to millionaire, the storyteller and leadership mentor, helping you shift and grow in your entrepreneurship journey. Tune in to these episodes to get real stories from real people people who've had real success are you ready let's go let's go welcome to the self-talk experience guys this is not the self-talk experience you already know that this is the we won't quit podcast episode you're actually on the set of the self-talk experience because you told me the only way i can get an interview is if i came to hey. we were coming all the way over there wow Anyway, welcome to the self-talk experience, guys, where the things you say to yourself about yourself make a man or woman not quit. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the We Won't Quit podcast. As you can see, I am on location. (laughs) I am in studio with the Darnell and Tracy self of the self-talk experience. Honored, man. It's called a collab. It's a collab. Yeah, it is a collab. Collab, collab, how you say that? Collab. I said that. That's what Collaboration. I said. Listen, can you guys just please you know we can do this get all to the day podcast? Long. Listen, we won't quit podcasts where, like I was about to say, the things you say to yourself <laughs> I love it. about yourself, I but love that is it. not it. Where you get the chance to hear from some incredible people who embody my quote. That is, is, is see, I can't even talk now. It is impossible to stop a man or woman who, who will, will not, not quit. quit. Thank you. I always have your back every always, time. Man, always, And that is why I'm so excited to be in <laughs> studio and have a chance to get questions Answered by the Darnell and Tracy. So, oh well, you do I mean, you, you guys know? ask so many questions and and get a chance to communicate with each other, but never has anyone sat down with the both of you on their podcast. And that's true. You know, that's true. But how does that make you feel that you're the first person to be in this position? I'm trying to figure out who else would be in the seat. Who who else could be in the seat? Don't answer that. <laughs> I won't. What's your first question, sir? First question. <laughs> For the audience, uh, <laughs> seriously, uh, having obviously folks know the relationship or maybe some don't that mm-hmm. uh, we've known each other for oh, 26, 27, 25 years. I don't know. How many years have we known each other? When I met you, I was expecting and that child was about to be 26. Wow. So, mm-hmm. yes. Wow. So more than half of my life. Wow. It's amazing. 
And Dang. so I've I didn't realize it was go, that long. With really? Malik, it's 26 years? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost. Yeah. the first time he came over, I remember meeting yeah. him. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. she gave me some goat's milk lotion after I washed my hands. <laughs> my expensive lotion. You did. It was very expensive. My hands were ashy. Listen, let me just say this right up front in this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize because with these two, I have no idea what's going to come out of their mouth. We're talking about goat lotion right now. Maybe that has something to do with hey. we won't quit and maybe it has something to do with self-talk, but I'm not sure. But I promise you, if you stick around for just another 60 seconds, it's going to mean something because they're such great storytellers, as you know, <laughs> somehow goat's milk will come out in a story. Absolutely. Okay. We're going to wrap that back around. So tell the audience, tell the, the we won't quit family and the self-talk experience family. How Donnell and Tracy self met. <laughs> your version or my version? You can tell your version and I'll stop you when you start lying. Uh, listen, we just had an episode about transparency and who tells a partial truth and a partial lie. That one, <laughs> T-Self, for those who are listening. All right, so we were working at the mall together. I was going to Bowie State. She was going to Morgan State. No, I was going to University of Maryland at the time. And I was working at uh, a, a mall, at, at a store in the mall. That... And I was working at the mall, but in a different store. Okay. I didn't know that. So you were actually already working at the mall. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was. I was working at the mall. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she walked past the store. You were with your sister, though, at I the was. time. And uh, she peeped in the store, and I was there, you know, doing my thing, folding shirts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just How do you fold shirts, babe? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen anybody do an LLPJ hey, hey, fold. Hey, anyway, do an she looked in the store and she said, that man is fine. I'm about to get a job in there. And I uh, came into the job to apply. And I got the job and I got the man. Wow. There I you did. Go. See, I did a good job telling the story. You did. That's how yep. we met. Yep, that's how we met. So he we fired me a couple times because he was a manager. Got wait, my job wait, wait. back. So why would he fire you, though? No, hold on, hold on. Before that, we were friends for a long time because she used to ask me advice for a boyfriend. <laughs> yes. So she had a boyfriend. Did you give good advice? He, I thought I thought he was, but he, now he admits that he wasn't. No. Was I, was like, I thought he was really my friend. That zero. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was really my friend. You fell for that. I did. Well, I think I wanted to fall for yeah. it. Yeah. So then we uh, we started dating, then we got married, and that's when I fired her. We were already married when I fired her. Yeah. So when you say fired, did you like, because I know she went from maternity leave to eternity leave. So when you say you fired, is that another acronym for retired? Or No, no, no. no, no. no. This, this was fired. way before that. This yeah. was way before that. She really that. was just firing her, huh? Yeah. 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 Because she was, she was a cashier, so she was behind the counter. <laughs> I'm the manager. So I can I'm, see everything because the cash there is a high up. So I can see everything that's happening. And right. I could tell from that face what you were seeing. Yes. Oh, yeah. I remember the store. It's a very. You remember yeah. the store. It's a high end yeah. store. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, I, these twins were in there who went to Howard University. And never forget don't it. Don't smile, bro. Whatever you do. Oh, no. I'm smiling Why would you right say now? you'll never forget it? Like, what? what is it that you're not forgetting? I'm not. What you're not forgetting is how I'm on the cash stand and I look over and all three of you guys are in the fitting room. Why was, do you need to go in the fitting room? I wasn't room? in the fitting room. I had you, my hand on the door. The door was open. My job is to tell them how they look in the jeans so they can buy them. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? They say, how does episode. this look? How did jeans look? Oh, I can't look at you. Sorry, my wife is behind the counter. You were in the fitting I can't, room. I, can't I just look. had one question. Did you make the sale? Heck yeah, I made the sale. Oh, man. Good job. Both man. the twins got jeans. <laughs> and I got fired because I went off. <laughs> wow. But here's the it funny thing. Back then it was a time clock. So it wasn't appropriate. Back then it was time clocks. So I'm like, go punch out 
and wait for me in the car because <laughs> we rode together. This makes no sense. This makes no sense. So yeah. she got rehired. I'm sure she did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Worked out. So that was that. That's how. So, yeah. That's, that's our story. True story. That's so. It's yeah. a true story. Yeah. So, she got fired a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> she did. So man. wait, did you all leave them all at the same time? Because I know. Yeah, the we situations did. Kind of. Yeah, we did. We did because it, the mall became violent. Right. In all seriousness, it was it wasn't it wasn't a good environment for mm -hmm. us, and it was a physical altercation where, quite honestly, my life was being threatened. Like now that I think about it, I just, that's like crazy over clothes. And I get emotional just thinking about it because that was one of the scariest moments of my life for me uh, because I really thought something was going to happen to you. Uh, and all I could think to do, you know, all I could think to do was to call your mom. <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. I called your mom and I told her there was an altercation, there was a threat and what was going on. And she said, everything's going to be okay. Put my son on the phone. And so wow. I said, it's your mom. <laughs> I'm at work, man. I'm the manager. Right. I'm like, hey. And she's like, let us pray. That's, That's the first thing she said. Yeah, she, she said, I'll never mm -hmm. forget it. And I'm like, mom, I'm at work. She was like, it's okay. You keep your eyes open. She was very calm, too. I'm telling her, I'm I'm frantic. I'm very upset. And when I, she let me finish, and she said, everything's going to be okay. Put my son on the phone. She yeah. was so calm. Yeah, I know you said it was over clothes. So I'm assuming someone was still in clothes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was trying to stop him from stealing. I was actually trying to 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 talk reason with him. Like, yeah. hey, man, don't if you steal the coat, I'm gonna have to call security. You don't get arrested. It's not worth it over the coat. Right. So that's kind of how that started, man. But I, I wish I could remember my mom's prayer because perhaps she prayed that God would shut one door and open another because that door shut at that moment. Right. And us working at the mall, like literally. We stopped working them all together because I'm not going to leave her there. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's when she got a job in her major at the cable station. Uh, her major is broadcast journalism, as you know. And so she got a job at the cable station and I started seeking out some other things. I just didn't know what. And I answered the ad in the paper. And that's how I was introduced to the industry of network marketing. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the ad didn't say anything about network. No, not at all. It. Nope. It says sports minded. Keep doing what you're doing. But you it, it, was an, it was an interview. Yeah, you thought yeah. you were going yeah, to an interview. It says marketing. Wow. It says sports minded. And it says if you keep doing what you're doing, you keep getting what you've got. So we were sports. very excited that you had an interview. Yeah. Yeah. And then it even it even said um, uh, no experience necessary. And then when I went in for what I thought was going to be an interview, uh, they said, so what do you do now? I mean, it was so good, man. And I said, <laughs> you know, I managed your store, managed that store for years. They were like, oh, you're perfect. You're perfect for this. You got management experience. Uh, you, you, you're going to be amazing here. Wow. And um, so when I finished the, the interview, they were like, so to start the management position, you have to purchase a certain amount of product um, because in business, you got to have inventory. So they started going down, breaking down business and what it meant to have, be a national distributor and regional distributor and how products make it from the manufacturer to the end user and how we're going to cut out all the distributors the national, because typically things go through, you know, from wholesale right. to, you know, so they said, we're going to cut all that out, take it straight from the manufacturer to the consumer, and you get all the profit in the middle that normally goes to all these distribu distribution networks. So do you remember when you were sitting there in your interview, uh -huh. do you remember thinking this is ingenious? I'm so excited. Were you skeptical? What were you feeling at that time? Do you even um, remember? No, I remember getting excited because they told me there was unlimited income potential and they had some testimonies of people 
who had had success. Wow. And I remember those two guys. Like, I can vividly see their faces right now. I can even tell you their names. And uh, and I remember saying, I was like, okay, okay. And Because it was excited. believable. Yep. And then yeah. I went home and told your dad about it. I was the first person I told about it. Really? Yep. And he was like, well, sounds to me like some of those companies back in the day, uh, Darnell, like Amway. And he started, like, naming companies. <laughs> he was like, so. But guess what? He wasn't discouraging. Yeah. He, he was, was like, he, yes, he was not discouraging, man. He's like, if anybody can do it, son, you can do it. Wow. And I wonder if he had not said, not that was my about question that. too. Cause so many people run into that very first no from someone who's close to them, someone who loves them, someone who they yeah. respect. Yeah. And clearly, you know, wow. look, I'm, because I know he is, I'm about to say pop, like yeah. clearly you respected pop. So if wow. he had said something different, do you think it would have been a different outcome for you? And the other question I have is, why was that your person? Yeah, why was he the first person? Why? Because you said, yeah, your dad was the first person. I don't, I didn't know that, but why was my dad your person that you went to? Yeah, I wish I could remember. I, I think it was because after the interview, um, you were there, and I came over your parents' house, uh -huh. and I just happened to talk to him because he's easy to talk to, and. You know, her dad, man, is just yeah, yeah. He probably asked, "How was your day? What did you do today?" Mm -hmm. All those things. I can hear yeah. him. He he is the person, questions. you know, because we're speaking about him and why I believe that part of the the man that I've become is because how I learned to love other men through him. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. my dad was, you know, you shake a hand, you, know, you ain't gonna hug because that's just not that was right or wrong. It's just different. Right. Right. And so, but your dad, you're going to get a hug. Right. You're going to get a hug. You're going to get a, I love you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I never, I hadn't seen that before. And I used to tell your brother, Robert, he's like, I love you, son. I'm like, oh man. Like my dad had never told me that. Mm. Not that I didn't think he loved me. He just didn't say it. You know, it's funny. Like I'm listening to this. And of course, when you introduced me, obviously to Tracy and then to her family, as we started in business together, it was so key for me to see that, like to meet Pop, that's why I call him Pop to this mm -hmm. day, right? To to see that same level of affection, that same, I was telling somebody recently, man, I remember when we were taking the kids to the movie and we used to go like 40 deep to the movie. <laughs> and I'm like, who goes with 40 people to see a kid movie right. with kids? But it'd be a whole group of adults, yeah. kids, yep. cousins, family. And that was just so drastically different yep. than what I was used to. Yeah. Yeah, and this is before, you know, now there's baby reveals and there's all type of things, like gender reveals. Right. And you you do have men show up. But this yeah. is before that was popular. Right. No, that you're talking about somebody come. giving birth. I'm talking about Shrek. Right. Yeah, no, we but I'm going to see a movie. No, like, what I'm, I'm saying about, is that, yeah, I, yeah you're absolutely right. I'm that's, just saying that such a drastic in, difference. in Tracy's family, men were showing up at all the things that normally only women show up. That's to. my point. My point yeah. is everything was big. Everything. Like every single event was yeah. an event. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so how did that, because you already mentioned that you didn't grow up in that same type of environment, mm -hmm. going into that environment, because I remember first time going into, you know, your parents' home, cell phone, there was a, a basket <laughs> that you sat your yes, phone in. Yes, yes. And everybody know I got like three or four phones. So back then, I was like, Once you came in the door, my, my mom made you, you put your cell phone, put your in, phone the in the basket. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do that anymore, but she still doesn't allow cell phones at the table right. when we're having dinner together. But it changed so much for me. All those little subtleties of seeing 
just how important family was and to be intentional Mm -hmm. about being in the moment. It wasn't, you know, even if it was 25 people, your mom broke out the good China. I'm talking about the China that's usually in the China. My mom and dad eat on that every day. And it's just the two of them. Right. Like that blew me away to be in the moment. So what, obviously I can already, I know the impact they've had on you, but what are some of the impacts or some of the things that you know you've passed on to your kids as a result of not so much what they've said, but just what you've seen? Mm -hmm. I have seen it in their choice of friends, who they choose to hang around, who they talk to, who they spend their time with. And I've also, our kids, kids, Mm. I, I think that they watched family right. and they watched us together and that's what they wanted to be a part of and be around when they weren't at home. So I think that a lot of their choices of who they are connected to is a huge, it's a huge deal because of that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And one of the things and you mentioned it, how we always travel deep with their family. And now we we realize our kids want to be around us. They're like, all right, we are going this weekend, mom and dad. It's mm-hmm. like so different. And yeah. and they they don't mind their friends hanging out with us. Right. 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 So sometimes, you know, like, oh, I'm be with my friends. So they were like, can all of our friends come too? And we love it because, you yeah. know, we're, we're at a place where we can. We can say, yeah, they can come. They can come. So. so here's my question, because so often people do that. Or I know it's easier to do that when you don't have a lot of resources. Mm-hmm. So people get together and you can play games, play call, you know, things that don't cost a lot. Mm-hmm. But now the things that you all do and them taking their <laughs> friends, like, yeah, we're talking about flights. We're talking about, you know, just all types of activities, whether it's a game uh, where you're, you're buying all the tickets. Like, how has that changed for you? Um, I, I think we've always been that couple. That's what I was going to say. It's always been in the heart. So whatever's in your heart, you do. You just do it on a bigger level when you have the opportunity, right? Um, When we were broke, we didn't have any money, like barely could go to the grocery store. He would always bring me something, something thoughtful. Um, My favorite dessert was the Bob's Big Boy, the hot fudge Sunday cake, brownie cake. Um, he would bring that home to me. That cost like three dollars back then. One ninety nine was a special. One ninety nine. Oh yeah. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> it was always in his heart to do. Yeah. So then, when he could do more, it was a better gift. And then it was a better gift. Then it was a car. Like whatever level he is, it's it's the same. It's just a bigger gesture. Well, and here's the thing. I the thing I love about the opportunities we have today is that you're interviewing us now. So we're talking about it. We don't have to talk about it. Like, I love that. Like yesterday, one of Milan's friends was over and we were, I don't, I don't know how we got on the, on the subject, but she was like, I don't even have a passport. I've never been on a flight before. I said, really? She's like, no. I said, get your passport. Our next family trip, you're going. And she said, No way. I said, oh, yeah. And she's amazing. We've always given her a ride to the bus stop. When right. so she, we, yeah, we they've grown her. up together. Yeah. But I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. She said, um, my family has taken amazing road trips. We do things together, but we've never been on a flight. Wow. Yeah. And just knowing Milan, when she went on her first field trip, <laughs> right, <laughs> it just shows how much she's traveled. She assumed 
that it was on the plane. Right. Because she's flown from birth. Yeah. She yeah. told her dad was going on a field trip with her as a chaperone. And she said, Dad, you have to hurry up. We're going to miss our flight. And is there a layover? <laughs> she was in kindergarten. I said, it's a bus. <laughs> he said, what have she you said, done? Bus. <laughs> <laughs> she's a sweetie. She's a sweetie. No, she absolutely is. That's my God, baby. But I'm. Hey, I know this is your is, podcast. Yeah. But we're going to go out to your sponsors. Hey, family, when was the last time you got a chance to wear something meaningful? Whether it was today, last month, or never. I want you to understand that Jack Design has a message that will resonate with each of you. Each and every design is intended to inspire action while reminding us to wear art. You can mix metal with a flower and wear the steel rose collection. You can unleash your creative genius. Or you can participate in our legacy with the signature collection. Here's what I need you to do. Go visit their website and peruse the gallery. Make sure you put in Don't Quit 22 in the promo code so you can receive that 10% discount just for being a part of the We Won't Quit podcast family. Go out and check out Jack Design. You will not be disappointed. All right, welcome back to the We Won't Quit podcast. And I guess the self-talk experience podcast. It's called a collaboration, yes. Bessie. Yes, that's not how this was supposed to go down. But I'm just thrilled because so many people get to see you all. Um, I mean, you've been on stages with... 10, 20,000 people. You've built an organization of hundreds of thousands of people. Um, your team has been paid half a billion dollars, like cash, that you've helped, you know, individuals change their life, you know, me included. But I also remember some of the lean times, some of those moments. What would you say was one of the most pivotal moments uh, in your life back before all of the success? One of the pivotal moments for me is when... Um, Dardell was still trying to figure out being an entrepreneur. So I was working and I was working at Black Entertainment Television and I got up for work and walked out the door and my car wasn't out there. And I ran back in the house and I said, babe, somebody stole my car. And he was just sitting there and I was like, babe, and like, I'm frantic. I was like, someone stole my car. What, do, what, like, what do we do? And he said, no one stole your car. And I said, like, I, I was so confused. And he said, it's been repossessed. And that was a moment for me, like something has to happen. Something has to happen. And it was very scary for me. And I didn't know what to do with those feelings. I've never been in that place before. And I knew we weren't doing well, but I said, we'll be okay. Everything's going to be fine. Um, I, I just didn't know what to do. How did you maintain that level of trust during that moment? Because so many men and women, when they find themselves in that place where you're working, he's building the dream for the family. And I know you were working more than one job, even at that time. How did you still continue? And you're already answering it because I know it's in you, but how did you continue when so many people, it's so easy to walk away. Like we walk away from everything. Because the look on his face said everything to me. And a look on his face said, I'm sorry, but I know I can do it all at the same time. And so I said, I just said, okay, I just need to get to work. And I'm not even sure how I got to work that day. But when I got to work, my boss, I was running late. And I remember my boss, Veronica Hutchinson, shout out to Veronica Hutchinson. She saw my face and she said, is everything okay? And I just 
started crying. She said, come in my office. And I went in her office and told her what happened. And she said, it's okay. Go home. It's okay. We'll, we'll figure it out tomorrow. You, you shouldn't be here today. Go home and figure out your family. Mm. And I, I will always be indebted to her for that moment. She probably has no idea about that for me, but, um, I just knew that I had to, I know that when you are in a marriage, you're not always going to be able to give a 50, 50. And it's going to be times when somebody has to do 90 or 95 because somebody just has that 5%. And when I looked at my husband in that moment, I said, he only has 5%. And we have a family and children, so I'm going to have to do this 95 right now. And I, I don't know why. I don't know what, but it was the look. And I just, I just did it. And there have been plenty of times when I was on five and he had to come with the 90. That's just what you do. This is what you do. But again, it goes back to my dad. Right. Because I watched my dad do it. Yeah. And I saw something in him that I saw in my dad. That's why he was my choice. Mm. Choice. The definition of choice I always say is the voluntary act of doing that which is preferred. Mm. Yeah. That is, yeah. yeah, that's such a powerful story. I mean, we're talking, we're in a time now where people will see a meme on social media and they will leave that mm-hmm. family, that job, that whatever it is, that instant gratification. Mm. Yeah. And so to see where you all are now, is just, um, it's amazing. And I think that's why your story is so relatable is because you've gone through so many situations like that. Yeah. How did, how did you feel? Especially when she came back home from work. Yeah. Like you were like, baby, you ain't get fired. Did you like, <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't. I think I blinked that. I, I was gonna say, do you remember? No, I think I blocked that out, man. It was, it was a tough time, right? Because I felt like it was a disappointment to her, to my mom. You know, it was just it was a, it was a really tough time, and I I almost stopped believing in myself. I was right there where you're like, you know what? I'm just I'm not meant to be an entrepreneur. And what changed? Like, what what do you think kept you going? Um, uh, well, a couple of different things, uh, but but I remember during that time looking for jobs to do just at night, like at the airport sweeping up, like literally, bro, like right, just anything, anything. And um, thankfully, I had some good people around me, and I kept reading, and it was some self discovery, self reflection. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, we got to take a strong look in the mirror. And say, you know what? Okay. This all happened uh, for a reason. Because back then I wasn't saying it happened for me. Right. But I was like, it happened for a reason. Right. I've always said that. Right. And um, so um, you can, in a situation like that, you can put your head uh, under the covers or put the pillow over your head and pretend like it doesn't exist and hope it'll go away. Mm-hmm. Or you just come out swinging. And I decided to come out swinging nonstop and I wouldn't stop. And I lost sleep. I got fat. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to the gym. Anything I can cut out so that I could do more of whatever would produce income, that's what I did. You must have came off swinging with a machete (laughs) because you literally cleared the pathway for so many people. Thank you, man. Thank you about that. No, I mean, for myself included, like the Humes family tree is completely different. Our legacy is different. And that's true for thousands of others whether you get a chance to see them or not. So I'm grateful that yeah, I'm grateful, man. that you I'm went thankful. through those struggles and that you 
we're there to go through those struggles with them. And uh, yeah. you guys are stronger. Come on, give me that hand too. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I, I, there's nothing else that can be said, uh, that will be said. I look forward to having you guys back. Look forward on to the it. We Won't Quit podcast because this is talk experience podcast. we won't quit podcast you already hear the stuff he was saying to himself back in the day he didn't quit did he not quit you ain't quit did you it's impossible to stop a man a woman who will not quit as long as they're saying the things to themselves about themselves so that they can attract what they want for themselves it's been another self-talk experience make sure you tune in on thursday not friday <laughs> see this is what i've been dealing with man if y'all ain't make me rich i don't know what i would do with y'all man i love y'all ladies and gentlemen we're out another episode take care god bless peace